going to write it. Okay. <laughs> so this is a very interesting, interesting chat we want to have. So, we just watched... Well, actually, I had seen... Okay, if anyone hasn't seen Ants with a Z, not A Bug's Life, Ants. It came out in the same year. The DreamWorks movie. The DreamWorks. It did come out in the same year. Maybe it was a response to The Bug's Life. Doesn't matter. It is incredible. And as a kid watching it, I only remembered two things... And I wanted to go back and rewatch it because I was like, this movie, I think, has a lot of other stuff that I haven't looked into. And when you rewatch it as an adult, oh, oh my god, girl. it oh is girl. like floodgates, oh my god, Political commentary. Social commentary. Wow. Just all the things. So a little bit about the plot. Okay, well, today basically what we're doing is it's going through the going entire movie. An in-depth analysis of Ants the movie drawing political parallels that they so obviously wanted us to see. For sure. And we're going to apply it to current day. Very broad. Very general. We're going to draw parallels from everything from um, Just the Nazis to communism to, to just society um, and the like Middle East to George Bush to Donald Trump. We got it all, okay? His hands. His hands, girl. The general. Pre- okay, let's get started. Well, a little bit of background. So the movie is about. It's animated. It's a kids' movie. And Supposedly, it's, it's PG. Really, it has bitching in it. Erotic fantasy. Piss. These are things Jer- they say yeah. in the movie. Not like actual PG urine, movie. but just... Uh. <laughs> well, I don't know. Do ants urinate? I don't... I don't know. I know they have an open circulatory system. Okay, well, anyways. So this ant, his name is Z, he's a worker. These ants are born into their jobs, you're either a worker or a, or a soldier. soldier. There's the two things. And when you're born, when you're a larva, you're put into that position, One and that's it. That's what yeah. you're going to be for your entire life. Yeah. And, and this whole overarching theme is that like the workers are inferior, kinda like Well, the... let's not go there yet. So what the workers do, <laughs> they build the tunnels. What the soldiers do, they fight other species, basically. Oh, the termites mostly. The termites, yeah. The big war is the termite war. Right. But we'll and get into that later. Basically to go over their their structure, they have the queen, right? That's normal among ants. You have a queen. In this movie, there's also a princess. Um, princess Paula. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have... So throughout the movie, what happens is the Z guy. So, okay. So, besides the queen and the princess, you have the general, who's like the leader of all the soldier ants. Mm-hmm. And he has his own... He's the villain of the movie. He has this idea he's going to have um, all of the bad soldiers go fight this war with the termites that doesn't exist so he can kill them all off. We'll elaborate later. Yeah, we'll elaborate later. This is just to get the plot down. Mm-hmm. And then, so kills off. he wants to kill off all of the, um, the bad soldiers or the soldiers he doesn't like. Well, no, and no, then, no. What he wanted to do was kill off the best soldiers so that the queen didn't have an army. Right? Or did I miss that part? Okay, regardless. So there's a termite war in there. It doesn't really <laughs> matter. Anyways, 
So this Z ant, he's a worker, but through a series of unfortunate events, ends up in the middle of this war. He's the only one that survives the war, comes back a war hero. Well, it's important to note that he goes to war just so he can see the princess, which he had the opportunity to dance with at this bar. She wasn't supposed to be there. She thought it was, quote, grimy or gritty or something. Whatever, yeah. Because all the workers are in there. She went just to have fun. They dance. He, like, falls in love instantly, which is whatever. She's okay. And then... <laughs> Lots of tropes with this, like, over... Like, the main plot of this. Then, like, he ends up through a series of unfortunate events kidnapping the princess. They end up outside the colony. Then she, like, falls in Stockholm love with him. Stockholm Syndrome? What? Yeah. We won't be talking about that, but yeah, just note it. Basically. It is real. She falls in love with the guy that kidnaps her. What's that about? I wouldn't be able to get over that. You shove me down a trash pit? No. Sorry. <laughs> okay, regardless. This isn't romantic. I don't want to be running around in Regardless, garbage. they end up falling in love, okay? And then... I guess if I was an ant garbage... They end up back in, the, back in the colony um, at a place where the evil villain guy wants to open up this new tuddle, tunnel that leads to the lake, so they basically want to flood and kill all of the ants, all of the worker ants, because the wor- the general guy just wants it to be like him and his soldiers and it's like the queen the the pure yeah the pure colony right so <sighs> we'll the pure get, colony yeah. in the end what happens yeah z and all the save other the ants day. save he the really day is a hero, it's blah, fine blah. they kill the villain or something and he's a hero okay great now what so. i was doing throughout that's the plot and just heads up this is going to be a long one so Stick with us or don't, but we're gonna we're gonna talk okay. our way through it. Yeah. So what I was doing throughout the whole movie was just taking down crazy notes, and I didn't really have the energy to organize, organize them because we so literally just be... finished the movie. So it's gonna be a little scatterbrained, or no? Because I was going I was going down the list basically. So. Mm-hmm. All right. So first, it's basically thing, gonna go in chronological order, like of how it happens in the movie. So something that we noticed. Right off the bat, when you get introduced to this whole system, this whole government that the ants have. Society. So it's a colony of ants. And like I said, you have this, you have the queen and the princess, and this general guy. Those are the the ones that have, like, a distinguished role. Other than that, these larvae, when they are born, are just, literally, there's a person assigning, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. Almost like when people are pushed into certain careers or society tells you, go into STEM, don't explore those creative careers. Based on race, based on gender, based, based on, on age. When socioeconomic you're just... status when you're born. Yeah. Almost like a ca- it's almost like a caste system. You're born is. into what you are going to be doing and you have no choice but to do it and be happy about you it. Know, yeah, and be happy about it is the big thing. Although... These ants that are just like designated to be workers throughout the whole movie, we are told that they are less than or insignificant than the soldiers. The soldiers, yeah. the soldiers are where you want to be, but uh, all no of one the workers works for it. They're just put in that place. And more, moreover, they're proud to be doing this work for the colony. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's that too. But anyways, funny story. Not funny story. Funny thing, though, in the first opening scenes, Z, who doesn't really want to be a worker, but that's all he has in life, that's his whole purpose in life, uh, 
I don't know why they put the you are as strong as your weakest link because they have this huge ant ball and like <laughs> it's like a wrecking ball it's that like they a form wrecking out of together the, out of the out ants. Of ants and Z is somehow the link between the ball and like the chain up at the top of the wrecking ball of the wrecking ball and I was like why would you do that but then know. he like then the wrecking ball fails because, because like, he lets go because he let go because he's the weakest but why would they put him I don't Maybe know. it's most improved because he ends up being great. <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. And also notice, like, he also mentions, like, oh, we're just a giant hole in the ground, which I'm like, oh, you're so you're aware that you yeah. are an ant? Which there's a plot hole because later on, like, they don't know about picnics and humans and stuff. Which I'm like, if you know I think you're it's a less hole. the it's less of he knows that ants just live in a hole in ground and more of he knows that they are a hole. Yeah. In a he knows hole they're hole. literally just digging a hole in the ground, and he see he he can like back up and see the colony in a big picture, hmm. okay. and not just see look at the infrastructure we've created, but like we're just like a bunch of ants in the Jump ground. Jump to when they're at Insectopia, and like um, that one ant is like, oh maybe we're part of something bigger. This oh yeah. Like, what if we're just these tiny insects, <laughs> and there's a bigger world out there? Oh yeah. Anyway, that's so meta. Like. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. so... So, back to this whole... Back the general leads... His agenda. Yeah, the general ulterior that. motives, basically. So, he's really close to... He's like the queen's advisor. Chief of staff, if you will. Yeah, he's a good chief of staff. Like Doug Stamper in House of Cards. Can <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> I just spoil something for you? Uh, no, I know. Okay. I know that. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Okay, anyways. <laughs> back to Ants with a Z. <laughs> Um, so the general's, like, the queen's right-hand man, and he has, so he, he's telling the queen, like, I'm doing everything for you, I'm your, like, I got your back, queenie, you know it, I'll always be there for you, but he's secretly doing his own, like, plotting, where he's sending out these soldiers, the, the queen's best soldiers, the queen's favorite soldiers, um, to fight this termite army. He tells them all, like, oh, the termites they're are coming in this spot. They're they forming. They have this. We're going to be... We want a preemptive strike. Mm-hmm. A preemptive strike against these termites because... This sounds ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so, he tells everyone. He creates this false... He's, like, fear-mongering. Like, hey, there's these termites. They're going to attack us. We got to be. Enemy. We got to be proactive about it. We need to send out all of our best guys... To go fight them, them, secure our... They want our land. We need to secure our colony. For the good of the colony. For the good of the colony. But, secretly, the the termites are just chilling in their little termite whatever mounds. They don't care. They don't have anything planned. Uh, In fact, when these ants show up, the termites are nowhere to be found. It's only only then when they, like, show up... That the termites have to retaliate and fight, and then there's this bloody battle. Exactly. Where this happens in um, this has happened in American history. Yeah. Of like Fake us. Wars. Exactly. You tell the people, you tell the soldiers that oh, they, these people are our enemy, and no one like thinks critically about it. They just take like oh, you know what? Those people are our enemy. We got to go fight them. Then you get there. They're not doing anything wrong, but because you're there fighting them, they're gonna fight you back, and then they just. And then it turns into more than it initially was because they attacked us. Now it's going to be a perpetual cycle of exactly. we are now in war. But exactly, but but the the ants or 
or the Americans, right, will always think they're in the right because they get there and they have them fighting back at them, right? Yeah. So they're they'll never they're never gonna catch on. <laughs> but, but what's really creepy? What I one of the things I'll tell you the two things I remember as they come up. But the one thing I remember when I was young was this war, and most importantly, the song they were singing. There's only one song in this whole movie, and it's the song they were. It's like a these, war chant, honestly. It's like, I think it's a real chant. The, I think it's actually based on a military chant, but it's. Essentially, the ants go marching one by one, hurrah, and we kill termites just for fun. Yeah. Hurrah, blah, 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 blah. That shows you, like, dehumanizing your enemy. Yeah. And it says, we're off to face our destiny. So these ants, they even, like, the speech that this general gave before they go out, he's like, this is for the colony, you are insignificant. That's the whole thing. He's telling them... Every individual ant is insignificant. It's Your an life honor for you to, to die, die for the colony. So these people, these people, these ants know that they're going to die, or that it's basically a suicide mission, and they're off to face their destiny, which exactly. apparently, if you're a soldier ant, your destiny is death, mm-hmm. which is honestly not that far off from, like, the army or the military. Yeah. You know that, you know, I could die any moment, but it's for the good of the country, nationalistic, yeah. whatever. So... Yeah. Furthermore, the queen is just a figurehead because she makes no real diplomatic decisions. Yeah, this guy, this general guy comes up to her and he's like, oh, you know what? I heard the termites are setting something up. We're, we should set up this army. And she's she like, asks, okay, sounds great. She you asks for no, you know, like, intel. She doesn't want to look yeah. it over. She doesn't Yeah, the queen clarify. is just a figurehead. And basically, Even the colony is being run by the general. When he's there telling her that, all she's doing is... Literally, I think it's like an honor. It's almost like being baptized, being touched by this queen. Yeah, she's like kissing babies and stuff. She's not even kissing them. She's not even looking at them. She's just touching them. So apparently <laughs> it's just like, that's yeah. what they have to do. So it's just, that's her role. Is literally... How trivial the... The role yeah, of... queen Although I do feel like the queen of England maybe does more stuff. But I don't know. I'm not I too familiar. I don't know much about her. Anyways. She seems pretty badass. I was watching videos of these the British politicians getting shot at on tumblr oh, okay <laughs> and like they don't even care if they're like oh what about that and she has a machine gun whatever okay so yeah what so, else yeah, so queens... let me skim the notes real quick because like i said yeah queen's just a figurehead and we have this princess who by the oh, way the general is engaged to and so, he sees her basically just as a vehicle for him to to continue his pure legacy. legacy he wants he so they're engaged it's a political marriage no one really even knows about it yeah they don't really know each other very well and also we'll get there oh, when she goes in the bar yeah but um and yes. the queen tells her daughter like oh well this is for the good of the colony that's like the whole theme like every the motivation for everything it's nationalistic mm-hmm. if you're sa- if you're saying you're the colony this is important so do these, if you do these tasks, your colony will be preserved. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, we it's need... It's like an all-for-one Yeah. Kind of... We need to go to war. We need to kill these termites. We need to essentially probably take their land, too, like, to be real. Honestly. That's where his colony was going to be, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. I don't... That just honored me. So let's go kill... 
<laughs> it's a motive. So it's killing two birds with one stone, really. Get Let's rid go of kill those all the termites. You don't like. Get rid of the termites that are blocking the land you want. And it's already pre-built. God damn. This, this is great. So look at this guy. <laughs> He's smart. With his schemes. It's manipulative. Manipulative. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so anyways, yeah, so it's a political marriage, blah, 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 a pseudo-matriarchy. Pseudo-matriarchy. Matriarchy. It's interesting that it's a matriarchy, because you don't see those often in movies, but obviously it's because that's what we know about ants, is there's a queen, but the reality is it's not a real matriarchy, and even the person who, person slash ant, who's actually running the government is a man, anyways. And an important note has his own bullet point is that Weaver, one of Z's best friends, looks like his voice actor Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone, Stallone. <laughs> like his aunt. Looks self. like him. If you get he a does. chance to look up Sylvester Stallone and Weaver, the aunt from the aunt. It's movie. uncanny, really. I think they all kind of a little bit look a li- like. Yeah, I agree. Except s- for Z looked like E.T. Does it? <laughs> he look well, Woody Allen kind of. <laughs> to be fair. But yeah. Okay, so so the we're at this point in the movie, the Princess Paula We mentioned in passing that the princess goes to this bar because she wants to like live see how the more. she wants to see what it is on the flip Get side. Get into trouble as she says. She's bored, locked up in her crystal tower. Yeah. It's not crystal, but in her, in her know, rock tower. Her dirt tower. So she goes to this bar and she sees Z. Okay, so these ants are all, it's dancing time. They even announce it's blah, 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 yeah. 30. It's time for dancing. Yeah, and, even and everyone creative, gets up. Yeah. Everyone gets up, gets and they all the line up, and they're all doing the same dance. Except Z is saying, nah, I'm not going to dance right now. I'm this gonna... is some very interesting foreshadowing they do in this whole dance sequence. Because hmm. um, they're all, like, doing the same thing blindly. They don't even think about dancing another way. All of the other ants. And then Z's, like, out of it. He's like, no, I'm not going to dance like all the other people. And then once the princess asks him to dance, he's starting to get into it. But he's like, you know what? Why do we have to dance like everyone else? Why can't we dance like how we want to dance? And then them two are dancing And then it breaks out into a big fight because... Yeah, and then it turns into chaos. Well, that kind of, like, demonstrates how anytime someone tries to break out... Mm-hmm. You get squashed back into conformity mm-hmm. by people who are strong-willed and part of the structure. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Anytime you stand out, you have to face, a, like, the opposition mm-hmm. of the opposite side. So that's just interesting little and it's important. And it's also important to... This movie is filled with a whole bunch of little nuggets of mm-hmm. just greatness. It's important to note that she takes off her crown thing that she wears... And no one recognizes her. Almost like a lot of Americans, a lot of just people in general, don't recognize who their political leaders are. Yeah. They know names, maybe. They might, they'll know the president, maybe the vice president, but like, do you know what your senator looks like? Do you know what, you know? Yeah. So she was able to just like walk among these people and they and just they treated just, her normally. And it wasn't until someone. It wasn't until someone was like, oh, princess, let's get out of here, that they were the like, the guards oh, are coming. Princess? Yeah. Yeah. So. And then, he really likes her because she's the princess. Yeah. They need to get a prenup. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so there's that. What now? We talked about the song when they're marching off to war. Which is just, honestly, it's so creepy. And then, if you 
think about just military chants in general. I really don't want to be an ant. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll see. Paying for school is tricky. <laughs> um, Anyways. Favorite quote from the movie? Um, said by a worker. Piss off, pawn of the oppressor. <laughs> I freaking love it. Like, it's great. <laughs> it's so great. So, we Anyways. already talked about how the termites... Oh, shoot, we might get through this faster than we thought. So well, the, there's this whole... Obviously, you have the whole war, and then it's a very brutal, gruesome, like, battlefield afterwards. It reminded me... Or she said it, but it was so true. Letters from Iwo Jima, which is a war Okay, film. hear me out. <laughs> I know that sounds like a bad comparison, but, like... They, like, not. all of the, like, the enemies there were all dead. All of them were dead. It's not, it's a war Z zone. comes over, he's the yeah. only one alive, and he's just holding, like, his friend's head as he's dying, and it's just... That's what I remembered from a kid, like, as a kid watching this movie. Yeah. We can, we can afford to diverge a little bit. Yeah. Can we talk about where we watch letters from Iwo Jima? In our 12th, 12th or 11th? 11th. 11th grade... English class. English class. Our teacher was obsessed with Japan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His wife, who I thought was going to be mail order from Japan, <laughs> was actually... She, everyone's beautiful, but she was not mail order. <laughs> so, I guess... She wasn't, like, super young or anything. But... She was, like, an average person. So I was like, yeah. oh, great. You but actually, he, like, goes to Japan a lot. He Anyways. teaches English in Japan. And anyway, so we were watching all these, for some reason, we were reading and watching all these war films and war books and... Yeah, I really have no idea why. I mean, it was, they were interesting, because I love history and I love, like, historical movies and books and, as you know, that I like movie? nonfiction and even though yeah. one of them was fiction, but it was kind of not. Um, that movie, Letters to Iwo Jima, was brutal. They make me so uncomfortable because I hate... I have, like, such a battle within myself, because I hate war, and I hate the motives that usually drive war, mm -hmm. which is, like, this movie, too. Yeah. But, like, here I am, seriously contemplating... Joining the military. Oh, my God. I think... I don't know. It's just so... Everything about it is so counter to what the people fighting believe, I feel like. Yeah. You want to stand up for peace. You want to fight for your freedom. You want to fight. You don't need to be killing people to do that. If anything, it's causing more tension, more division, all this stuff. Anyways. That's why I didn't want to be a fighter pilot, because I didn't want to be ordered to fire a bomb on a bunch of kids playing in a soccer field and... Pakistan or whatever, you know, like, <laughs> I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Even though I had the eyesight for it. Oh my god, I hate that you just said that. I didn't mean oh it. Oh my god. I didn't mean it. My, my doctor, my pediatrician said that. Said, what did your pediatrician say? My pediatrician, I won't say his name, because he was really nice, but he said, you could be... You have the eyes of a sniper, you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I guess. Thanks. Uh, okay. I got 100% on the eye exam. Okay. Except for one I got wrong because there was a smudge. 
but I was able to see this much, so I thought it was a Q instead of an O. Oh, wow. <laughs> Anyways. All right. <laughs> so, our English Regardless, class... Iwo Jima, let us see Iwo Jima, brutal movie, you have that same kind of thing that... I recommend watching it, though, because it did... It was very... No, it was a great poignant. movie. It yeah. was a good movie. So, if and you were feeling... And it puts a lot of stuff into perspective, and... It, it talks about... One thing I don't understand is, um, like, kamikaze. Like, part Suicide, of the Japanese yeah. mindset when you're going into war is... You'd it's rather, about honor. I think. Almost like... Exactly. Like, you would, like, it's more important to, if you know you're going to lose, it's better to take your own life than to be killed by someone else. By yeah, the to die in war, yeah. Which I just think is so, one, defeatist. There, you could still, if you want to, like, perpetuate this whole war and, like, winning and stuff, you could still win. Like, you don't know. Well, I think that's, I like, a tradition thing and no, a culture thing and a histor- historical thing. Anyways, back to the ants with a Z, okay? <laughs> Most importantly, so, where are we on these long notes? I love um, someone said bitchin' in this movie. Yeah, and I don't they know why it was rated PG. Erotic fantasy, like that was a line that one of them used. Yeah. Like, oh my god, the ants have erotic fantasies? Do they have <laughs> so fanfics? Weird. Like, what do they Ew. watch? <laughs> That's so weird. Anyways, so, okay, so... Revolution. Yeah, let's talk about Revolution. So, when Z is dubbed as a war hero, when he comes back from this fake war that he was the last survivor of, word gets to the other workers, and they're like, yo, we know Z, he's well, not a soldier, he was he's a, a worker. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, if he he's saying that he can be a soldier, even though he's supposed to be a worker, that means maybe we can all do whatever we want. So Remember, they all start soldiers to- are higher up on the social ladder. Yeah, then so the workers. So he just jumped right... Exactly. Kind of tearing down these walls. Yeah, so that put the idea in the other workers' head that, you know what, maybe we can jump around too. Like, they never thought of it before until someone else did it. So this is kind of like, what I called it was like an idealistic mm-hmm. representation of revolution. That one person would do the quote-unquote right thing, or the just thing. And then it would click for everyone else. And they'd put down their um, yeah, like pickaxes, up... and they were just standing there rioting. Not rioting, protesting, if you will, peacefully. They were boycotting. They were boycotting. They didn't want to go to work. Yeah, they, they were, were boycotting. just like kind of, there was a huge mound of all their picks because they, they were digging this tunnel. Remember, they're digging this tunnel. It's yeah. important. Yeah, yeah. The tunnel. <laughs> so, so they basically go on strike, and they're like, yo, I can do whatever I want to. I don't have to use this pickaxe anymore. And then, so, after all this happens, Z, like, accidentally kidnaps the princess and they leave the colony. So they're outside the colony now. It's important to note that he feels cornered. He doesn't necessarily mean to. He was just using her to get out himself. There's a trash... They were in the... What essentially was, like, the Oval Office, I guess. Yeah. And there's this trash chute. The throne room. And he was mostly (laughs) just using her so that he could, like, you know, push her and, like, jump out himself. Yeah. But she fell in with him, so he accidentally... The context is very important because this general mandible uses it against him later. Mm-hmm. So, but, like, do you want to talk more about how... I'm moving around a lot. If there's a lot of noise, I'm very sorry. I'm getting all into it. Okay. <laughs> all, that's my passion it's coming okay. through. Um, talk about how, in real life, how revolutions start, because... 
It yeah. do, it's not how it was in this movie. It's more of a slow, slow process with people doing it on their... When enough people realize it on their own, I think, coming together. Yeah, because the reality is, is if one person... Individuals united instead of one individual. Yeah. So the reality is... In our world, in our government, if one person did rebel, or if one person did come up with a different ideology, way of doing things, the majority of people, or especially if it's one person, everyone else would say that person is, like, exceptionally... Extreme. Extreme, yeah. And that's how you get extreme. Just like the fray, marginalized, you're not... You are not the norm, so we're not going to listen to you. It's when enough people become the norm that anything actually happens. Or when it's loud enough for everyone to hear, like the majority to hear. So basically what happened was he took this... Okay, so once all of the worker ants are boycotting their own strike, the general guy comes out and gives them a speech. And he's like, yo... You all want to follow this Z guy? You know where he is? He's not here anymore. He kidnapped the princess. He's doing this, that, and the other. Like, he's a terrible person. Mm-hmm. You guys, you guys don't want to be like that guy. You want to work for the colony. For our colony, we need to work together. A few things come to mind in this whole, whole scene, right? First of all, he makes an example. He makes an example of Z calling him... Um, basically an extremist and that's relevant to nowadays because now you have our lovely president cheeto <laughs> coining the term alt left right when now we have this alt left alt right sort of situation marginalizing yeah everything. where you're making everything partisan yeah well everything's already partisan but you're creating <laughs> extreme extremes even within each yeah. so you're taking the moderates and you're making them pick a side yeah, and you, you're demonizing the extremes. Mm-hmm. So that's what the general was doing there. He was saying, like, Z, that guy, the liberal? Heck no, he's a bad guy. You don't want to be a bad guy. You, you want to me. What's important is the colony. You, He's not here. He turned his back on the colony. You guys are still here. What's important is He turned his back on our colony. On he our turned his back in- on us. Inclusive yeah. language. Yeah, he uses, in the speech, he uses a lot of inclusive language. Which our is queen. like... I just he kept thinking... Our queen. Our exactly. colony. We. Yeah, he uses that inclusive language. Exactly. First, to <laughs> make them, like, feel like he's... He's part of them. More like they're like they're all on the same side, basically. Same level, same social level. Yeah. Even. But the reality is, like, I think that's why people voted for Trump. I'm not lying, because if you listen to all of Trump's speech, he uses the same kind of inclusive well, they language. Do. I think that's part of. No, no, that is. That's that's part, part of, of the rhetoric of being a politician. Definitely. But it's it's how the people hear the inclusive language. Mm-hmm. Some people heard like so and so stealing our jobs and our nation, whatever, whatever. Most people thought, oh, well, that's me. I'm part of that hour. I'm part of that we. But I heard that, and I'm like, he's talking to his people. He's talking about, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to get all no. real-life political. Let's talk and political. But, like, no, we're the do- general, when we're he's We're drawing saying- political <laughs> parallels between Ants the Movie and real life. <laughs> well, like, the general, when he's saying our queen, he's talking about the higher-ups, the soldiers. Even though he's he knows he's talking to the ants, that's not... Like, that's not what he's saying. Mm -hmm. That's what he's talking about, but not what he's saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Anyways, so that's like that whole inclusive and really, language. He just wants the prince princess for himself. So yeah, and I was like shocked. Because during his speech, this ant general was using Trump's hand movements. <laughs> like, but like he had the whole fist with the thumb and the. Well, no, no, no. It's this is like the common president. The, yeah, yeah. It's like the half the grasp. The grasp, with like, it's like the. F- it's almost like the black on a beat with know? like an emphasis. Yeah, it's the power fist. You but know? he was like, wow, it was very interesting. If you watch one clip, if you watch two clips, watch the song. The war, the, the song. war song and the speech. I if think. you can, I don't even know. I've all I've ever looked up was the song. Or just watch the whole movie on Netflix. It's only like nine No, actually it's pretty it's an hour and It's on Netflix, whatever. If you have it's like time to kill. minutes. Okay. If you have 84 minutes, which is like an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, go for it. Anyways. Four minutes of credits, which are also just as intriguing as the movie, because (laughs) it has an all-star cast. (laughs) Christopher Walken is General Cutter. No, not General. What is he? I don't know. He's like the assistant to the general. Assistant General Cutter? He goes, you have stolen our prince. You have stolen (laughs) our ants. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Christopher, you can't... You can't... You can't... Take the ant the out ants of, out of the colony, but you can't take the Christopher Walken out of the ant. <laughs> I'll answer Christopher Walken. Oh my God! Anyways, so um, after this whole speech, um, we have so we mentioned that Z's best friend is a soldier, Sylvester Stallone, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so the general. Has Sylvester Stallone taken to this room and they're torturing him to get information of where Z is? This is they're using counterintelligent strategies, right, to try and get Torture, information out of this guy. Which is important to note that like our government hid our yeah. forms of torture and counterintelligence from yeah. the people for a long time. They're probably still hiding it. Oh, they. Oh. Yeah. If you don't think they're out there beating up and torturing people. They are, for sure. Governments do that all the time. It's horrible. I feel like all. I feel like it's not unique to America, though. Mm-mm. I feel like it's a lot of... No, it's of not. It, I mean, we probably are the worst. Are we, though? Well... I don't know. Well, I mean, we're pretty bad. We're pretty bad. It's to be fair, we Guantanamo. have no... Uh, something that bugs me, and it's always bugged me, about media and information, and how society, even if you wanted to be an informed, you know, person, there's no way you can. Even the information you're given is filtered. Yeah. If you, a lot of people don't even really read newspapers, articles, investigative journalism, whatever. think critically at all about the media they But even when you do... That stuff is all spun, too. Yeah. Even the most, you know, unbiased, quote-unquote... There's no primary source. People are paid. People are run by certain companies, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it bugs me because you can never know... I know that there's so much stuff that we aren't privy to. Yeah. And there's probably some reason why Trump got the presidency. Yeah. We know... We've been told... Russia, we've been told this, the electoral call. You know that there's something else. I don't know what it is, but I know it's there, and it frustrates me so much that I will never know. You never will. 
was 9 11. That's the government for you. Okay. Like, conspiracy. That's why I like conspiracy theories so much because <laughs> it's just like an alternate. It's trying to uncover, you know. Yeah. What we don't know. But whatever. Also, because I know I'll forget, at one point in the movie, um, this aunt, the princess, gets like, she survives, don't worry. She's fine. <laughs> she gets stepped on by a shoe. And the other ants are running around. Z is running around. Oh, my God. And it reminded me of one time. You could draw a parallel to all lives are important, no matter how small. Blah, blah, blah. I squished an ant once. And this other ant that was near it freaked out. <gasps> and I felt... It's probably, like, its mom or something. This ant was, like... I cannot even describe how awful... For, like, the rest of the day. Because I... I, like, intentionally <laughs> squished this ant. And this other ant was just, like, like just, like, spiraling around it and running around. What I what I assume is that they run really fast. They walk really fast. But... Yeah. Oh, it really Aww. just made me feel terrible. So Be nice to bugs, people. I usually am. With the bug zooka. Mm-hmm. 10 out of 10, we recommend. The bug zooka is like a suction. Humane. You can capture whatever little critter is in your place and you can release it outside. Or what I did with the spiders, because I'm sorry, I can't do it with spiders. I just leave them in there. Oh, no. Sorry. That's worse. <laughs> they were big. I'm sorry. <laughs> Put it out of its misery. Anyways. Whatever, that was a side note. Yeah. <laughs> okay, most- so also... <laughs> At one point, I think the general says this, but he's talking about, like, like, um, remember, I, what is he, he's, like, telling the answer something? Oh, he said, this will go down in history, or remember how this will look in history, something like, something to that effect, we're paraphrasing. so this is another little nugget of, like, just, like, history is controlled, controlled by by the 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 people in charge of the narrative. Yeah. Like, whoever has the upper hand. The upper hand, the majority, whoever, the powerful, they control what they history. They can spin the stories however they want. Mm-hmm. And we know this very well. Because our history, American history, is very white. Mm, but it's not, though. <laughs> well, reality history, history, American history textbooks are mm-hmm. very white. <laughs> and... That's yeah, not, not that's not good. I like to think about the whole a lot of people feel like when um the British the colonists came over, mm-hmm. they didn't know that they're they were bringing all this disease or like different mm-hmm. just different bugs, I like to say, mm-hmm. <laughs> from one continent to another. Mhm. And you don't buy it. Well, I I initially no. But they had to have known that when they came in contact with the Native Americans and they saw that they're getting sick and these people are dying. I forget what the numbers were, but it was something like, it was either hundreds of thousands to like millions down to like 2,000. Yeah, no. It was a, I forget. extinction. Almost, yeah, near extinction yeah. of these Native Americans. Yeah. And what they were doing when these people were getting sick was offering them their blankets and, like, their food, which, once again, just, like, from an evolutionary standpoint, these people weren't accustomed 
to the cooking that they did in the the British world, whatever. Mm-hmm. They didn't cook their food. They did a little bit, but like for the most part, no. And cooking food was a different thing for them. They didn't eat that kind of meat. They didn't eat like cattle. I don't think it was cattle. Um, do some fact checking, but to just in general, they were introducing a bunch of new foods that these Native Americans weren't used to. A bunch of a bunch of new diseases. These people almost like went extinct. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure they knew what they were doing eventually they probably caught they didn't know at first but i think they caught wind and they said well this works for us because we don't yeah we we want this land anyways Mm -hmm. and then they just ended up killing them all but that's fine yeah but all we hear about is lovely columbus founded thanksgiving here have some corn we're working together cornucopia insectopia horrible anyways so, um, Where this we? is very interesting. So the general guy, we kind of like realized this at the so, same time. <laughs> at the same time, we both gasped at yeah. the same time. So the general alludes, not alludes to. He literally says he wants a pure colony. Mm-hmm. And basically, what he meant by that was the soldiers. He didn't want the workers. Remember, we thought of the workers as lower people. We can Inferior. think of them as a different race. We can think of them as a different Just class. a minority can... in general, or not even a minority, because they minority. are the majority. Yeah. Which is another Which is another discussion, bit. minority, majority, yeah. Anyways. Because a lot of time the minority really is the majority. It's true. Who is the majority is whoever has the most money and the most power. Who is the majority is whoever calls themselves the majority the loudest. Majority! Yeah, like, I'm the majority! Anyways. Excuse so, me, I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm the majority? <laughs> no! <laughs> okay. Anyway, so the general's trying to create this pure colony by wiping out all of the inferiors, okay? So, obviously, this whole idea of a pure colony is very reminiscent of Hitler and his whole situation. Aryan. The Aryans are yeah. the pure, which, honestly, I'm white and we're the worst. Honestly, <laughs> I think we have the most skin problems. We get cancer a lot. We are a mutation, so... But... We're not more pure. No one is more pure than anyone else. Yeah. No one's life means more. But in, in this general mandibles... And, unfortunately, in our real life... In the real life. It's not the case. It's it like the George s- Orwell quote. What is it? That all animals are created equal, but some animals are more equal than others. From mm-hmm. Animal Farm. Oh. Wonderful book. Wonderful mm-hmm. book. Anyways. So, very reminiscent of Hitler. And even more reminiscent of Hitler is how he wants to kill all of these Worker Mass ants. genocide. So he has them build this whole tunnel that leads right up to the lake, but they don't know it's right up to the lake. They are essentially gathers, digging their own grave. Yeah. Their own watery grave. <laughs> so he gathers Moist. them all up in this in this area with the queen, with the princess, with everyone that he wants to kill. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, this is the opening ceremony of the tunnel. And his mm-hmm. plan is to burst open this last little bit of wall between the tunnel and the lake so that he can just flood in water and drown all the ants mass genocide 
holy, like, my God, it's horrible. Killing all the people that he thought was inferior Conflict. to get rid of them. And it was almost like, did we find out if mm. in, well, we're thinking about maybe. I'm sure, I don't know where this happened. It, exactly. Where it's like you're digging your own grave. Well, like in concentration camps and like the internment camps. I'm sure at some point they built a gas chamber. Yeah. I'm sure. Because, I'm actually, I'm not sure, but I have a strong feeling that... If it wasn't that, it was something else in history. I know what's happened. Yeah. When people, well, building the Great Wall, these slaves would literally just die... And be pushed into the foundation of the Great Wall. Yeah, there you and go. And just used as, like, yeah. more wall. So, so just a fine fact, if you ever go to the Great Wall like I have, know that you're walking over bodies and mm. the slaves from however many years ago that were building that. It's creepy. Yeah. So also, we have that whole mass genocide. they have to make the steps so high? Almost <laughs> as high as my knee, and it was a workout. Whoa. I'm sure they weren't taking requests. <laughs> I guess. But you've got to run up and down that to protect your your border. You it's probably it's... easier to create steeper, more... They gotta ha- Those people must have had quads for days. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Well. So they have this whole, like, mass genocide that's set up right now. And then you have this one freaking worker guy... Who's like, you know what? Everyone, so everyone's starting to get word that this is going down. Like, there's a lake on the other side of this. This is bad news. And then this stop one, digging the yeah, tunnel. stop digging the tunnel. You're gonna kill us all. This one worker guy is like, well, you know what? Orders is orders, and he freaking keeps digging. Cognitive dissonance. Yeah, sense, totally sense, just sense, cognitive sense. <laughs> cognitive dissonance. He has. It's just like he's. He's wearing blinders, He's right? He's been presented with information that whether or not... Here's the thing. Cognitive dissonance is usually when people are presented with hardcore stats, yeah. facts, you know, proven things that... disregard them. That disregard them and, in fact, fall deeper into their own paradigm... Beliefs. Their yeah. Own. yeah. So, but this guy, just even with, like, hearing, hey, maybe... It's like a bomb threat. You don't... You know, just say, huh, well, whatever, it's You're fine. Like, Probably not. I don't think there's Why a Why not there. just, like, play it safe Yeah. shut it down for, like, ten minutes? Maybe say, hey, guys, maybe do some investigating of your own. Um, is it true that there's a big-ass lake on the other side of this tiny wall that we're... Yeah, worked? but that just shows how brainwashed he was by his yeah. government. That he was willing to keep working because that's the, the orders and that's what's going to be good for the colony. Good for the colony. Good yeah. for the colony. So Just for that. keep repeating that it. That whole nationalistic... Oh, my God. Yeah. When I was little, Barbara, my aunt Barbara, was telling me the story about how, I think it was after 9-11, mm-hmm. we were driving around and, like, everyone had their American flags up. And even then, she told me, like, I was sitting in the back seat and I said, I don't like this. Mm. She's like, why don't you like it? And I was like, I don't like how many flags there are. It's weird. It is weird. It's the the way people... It's one thing, like, if it's a natural disaster. And, you know, it's good. Another quote, you know, in individuals united for the the actual better cause, which is, yeah. like, helping each so other. So basically how the movie ends is they all come together and they 
I don't even know what the hell they do. They, like, build, like, a big tower to get to the top of the, the mound. Yeah, to they work together so as they individuals, can, like, up, you know? value each individual ant's life, but work All as the a soldiers, community. The soldiers and the workers were working together to get everyone out of this pit. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, as opposed to being good for the colony, it's good for everyone. everyone. Not the colony. Meaning every person, every ant. Right? So, like, acknowledging the value of an individual person. Mm-hmm. Ant, in this case. <laughs> yeah. And what we learned was, the moral of the story, use the things that were once given to you to oppress you, r- like, repurpose them to be what empowers you. I don't so know how. very vague. But I Basically, just came to me. I like, think because they were all climbing and doing like being the ball when yeah. they were all, they were doing that at first because like that was their orders. This is, but now they use what they learned from that to inflict it. Yeah. And said, you know what? We're gonna do this for all of us. The key is like power. being united, and not just being like being united without being like a conglomerate of. Just brainwashed. Being, yeah. Yeah. Not even individuals. Just, like, one of many. Yeah. It was interesting. Ants the movie, everyone. Ants the movie. Do you want to talk about how they animated the ants differently? Or just bugs differently? Oh, yeah. It's just... They always do this in animated movies, especially older ones. But even now, with animals, they animate... The the female and male animals differently to make the females more sexualized. Yeah, with they boobs. sexualize female animals, and they like create an hourglass figure and they make the the ants that are supposed to be or ants or animals in general more conventionally attractive. So they make the princess like skinnier, smaller waist, and they give her like a broader, taller nose and bigger, rounder eyes, and it's like. She's a freaking ant. Why do we have to perpetuate gender mm-hmm. stereotypes and modern ideals of beauty even in kids' movies about animals? Not in- insects. Insects! <laughs> Good God. Okay. That was she my even has rant. like a little design that it's like insinuates a V neck. to a V neck. Like, like a deep V. I mean. Just don't get it. Well, you gotta. I just don't get it. One thing I will commend this movie on hmm. is that they did have men and women and women doing male it. and female ants as workers and as soldiers. They had so like it wasn't female like soldiers. a there wasn't any kind of like hospitality or homemaking situation yeah. going on. It wasn't a traditional Which is role. the case in some other yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like if they had had workers, soldiers and mothers. Yeah. I mean there are mothers obviously cuz they're making like billions of babies but but they have but they go to work you know and i think oh actually i don't know because were those people that were holding the babies and deciding like what they would end up being are those like the nannies no do you remember that there was a guy saying like a worker soldier worker soldier yeah no i okay but like the moms i wonder i don't know i wonder if there's like mom roles I don't know. 
I they didn't really go well, into depth. We, well, I'm gonna assume even no. if there is, I'm glad there were still females as soldiers or as workers. Yeah. I they didn't really go in depth about that. There may or may not have been a maternal rule, but Yeah. I'm just kinda throw them a little A little bone. Because they animated them. Well to be fair, this whole movie is great because it just speaks to So like I don't think it's a kids movie. I think they should have just made it like Well it's uh, not an adult movie. It's with a bitchin' in it. Such a bitchin'. Yeah. Fair enough. What kind of rated R? Rated R? Censor bitchin'. No one would see it as rated R. I don't know if anyone saw it anyways. They talk of urine. They talk of... Crap. Damn. Damn. They say damn. Jackass? They yeah, say yeah. jackass! That's a whole lot. Oh my god. Yeah. Well... This is what we do because we don't have anything else to do. Yeah. So watch Ants or don't. Fun fact, I'm still unemployed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm never getting a job. No one likes me. It's fine. Yeah, it's a small update. Julie's still unemployed. Anyways. One step away from prostitution. But I don't have the body for it. (laughs) Not because you're not an ant. (laughs) (laughs) I need to become an ant so that I can be attractive enough to other ants. That's so messed up. Sasha, do you think I could be a princess ant? And be the subject of an erotic fantasy. As an ant? <laughs> As an ant. <laughs> That's kinky. <laughs> God. Alright, I think we've done. Okay. I've finished yeah. my tea, it's fine. <laughs> so, watch Ants or Don't, but regardless if you do or don't, listen to our podcast. Well, if you Hope have. Hope you enjoyed it. If you've listened this far, honestly, good for you. But also, why don't you have anything else to do? <laughs> Don't judge our No, listeners. you know what? Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much for supporting us. Leave us questions or comments. Please God, email us. I will say it every time. Leave us questions or comments at our email because we need things to talk about. Because otherwise you'll get a whole episode about us reviewing a kid's movie <laughs> and trying to make more of it yeah. than it is. So you can give us things that you actually want to hear about at digresspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on SoundCloud. Give us a like, because you can do that. And just keep listening. We're going to hey, try think and... think differently. Yeah. Don't be an ant. <laughs> think Don't differently. Be... Don't you promote, give an Apple promo right now. Oh, shoot. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Subliminal. not spawned by Apple, not spawn. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, bye. Yeah, so, <laughs> bye. <laughs>